my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Hey Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. Well, today I'm bringing you the next episode in a series. Now, I did say I wanted to call this series, it's a full animal house. But I'm like, eh, I don't really like that one. So, I'm going to leave that title that, I'll think of something. It's it's still, it's a work in progress. And once I finish with <laughs> maybe the last episode in this series, I'll come up with a much better title for the series. Well, last week we met Rocket the Horse in Season 2's DJ's Very First Horse. And today, in Season 5, Episode 18, Too Much Monkey Business, well, we're going to meet Ginger the Monkey, the chimp who belongs to Danny's sister, Wendy. This episode aired on February 11th, 1992. Danny's zoologist sister pays a visit with her pet chimpanzee. This episode's got a 6.8 out of 10 based on 158 ratings. We have Darlene Vogel playing Wendy Tanner. Let's see what else she's done. If, I just want to see if I've seen her in anything, that's all. What in the world is this? She was in Back to the Future 2 as a character named Spike. Oh, it must have been that one girl that was with Griff Tanner in that restaurant. Or that diner. Okay, apparently she was Catherine Cat Tompkins. In Season 2 of Boy Meets World, she was in four episodes. She was in Fear Strikes Out, Turnaround, Career Day, and Home. Oh, oh, okay, now I know. Yeah, she and Principal, uh, not Principal Turner. <laughs> uh, she and Jonathan Turner had a thing. She was a teacher. Okay, yeah, now I, I, I got that in my head. All right, cool, cool. She was in four episodes. That's three more that she was in. Oh, wait, no. She was in two episodes of Full House. So she was in Too Much Monkey Business, and then the next episode after that is The Devil Made Me Do It, where she's in there for, like, a scene, because she and Joey, spoiler alert, they start dating, and in the next episode, she's going to try to get him to hit the bike trail with her. And she doesn't even own a car. She's a regular bike rider, so... And Joey, we know, really isn't. <laughs> so while she wants to hit the trails with, like, a mountain bike or something, he's got the old banana seat. It's like, um, that is not going to help you out. This isn't a leisurely bike ride on a bike path. And she is actually currently working on stuff, so that's awesome, too. Good for her. All right, this episode was directed by Joel Zwick. Writers Jeff Franklin, the creator, David Pollock, uh, one of the writers on the show. All right, cool. We got some user reviews. There is no trivia, but there is some goofs. 
Let's see. When Ginger makes her pouting face for Jesse in the next shot, her lip is suddenly under... Her lip is suddenly uncurled again. Throughout the episode, Ginger is referred to as a monkey. Chimpanzees are a species of ape. All right, we do have one review, of course, by the ever-faithful Power Man, Dan. Gives us a 7 out of 10. Rating it okay, period. This review was put up on February 28th. 2019. This isn't a bad filler. Animals are gen generally funny when added to sitcoms. Danny's little sister Wendy comes for a visit with her chimpanzee Ginger. Ginger wrecks havoc, which is where almost all the comedy comes from. Joey and Wendy, now grown up, move past the childish pranks and start romancing, much to Danny's disapproval. An African thing gets delivered to the house that says to bring a curse. Well, it's like a, a bank. DJ and Kimmy have a beauty makeover, and the bits with Ginger and the subplot with Joey and Wendy is also good. Original, too. I just thought it could have been handled stronger. Well, this is a 30-minute episode, and that's the review. All right, of course, before I officially get into the episode, I'd like to let you Tanner newbies, if you're just joining the podcast, welcome, welcome. I want to let you know where you can listen to the podcast. You can listen on SoundCloud, on the Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupa's Full House Fuller House podcast. You can listen on the Punky Power podcast. You can listen on Looking Back at My Wonder Years podcast. If you've been listening through those platforms, you can do that. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Podbean. Unfortunately, the podcast is not on Spotify. So, yeah. Also, if you want to follow along with the podcast on social media so you know what, because I do not do these episodes in order of air date or even by season. I do them based on theme. So just go to Facebook, type in Fuller House Podcast, type in Full House Podcast, the so Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas Podcast will pop up in the search bar. OMHC Full House Fuller House Pod on Instagram, and then OMHC Full House on Twitter. So right now, the current theme I'm doing is animals in the Full House. We just met Rocket and DJ's very first horse. Now we're going to meet Ginger. After that, we are going to meet Scruffy, the Potbelly Pig, and Room for One More, and then... At the end, we're going to meet Shorty the Donkey, and you pet it, you bought it. So, all right. Also, if you guys are loving the podcast, thank you, thank you. I have been getting some reviews on iTunes, which, thank you so, so much. This just means the world to me. Now, read, um... One of them, of course, I always say if you want to leave emojis to describe characters or episodes. Somebody actually did do that, but I want to save this one for when I do the Fuller House Season 5, Episode 10. Um, episode that I'm going to be doing that will be coming out next week. Um, I do have a couple of reviews here. Fashion Isha, May 21, 2020, Fuller House number one fan. I'm so excited to watch the final episodes on June 2nd, but I'm also pretty sad that it's coming to an end. We have Shamim Dana, 
Huge Full House slash Fuller House fan. Says, Dear Angela, I already enjoyed talking to you yesterday and listening to the episode since the introduction episode, and I can't wait for our interview on my 27th birthday on 519.20. He says, I've been a huge fan of Full House since 08 and Fuller House since, of course, when it aired on Netflix in 2016. My first Full House cast member that he met was Dave Coulier, Uncle Joey, in 2014. Second Full House actor was John Stamos, Uncle Jesse, in 2014. He met Bob Saget in 2015. Then Jody Sweeten at Wizarding World Chicago, 2015. Then Dave Coulier again. He met him on in January of 2018. So if you haven't caught my interview with podcast listener Shamim Dana. It's really cool. All right. So that being said, let's finally jump into this episode and meet Ginger and Wendy. Or Wendy, I'm sorry. Why do I want to say Wendy when it's Wendy? There is no I. There is an E. So, all right. All right, you know, it looks like there is not a cold open with this episode. So we'll go just to... The beginning. Danny and the girls are in the living room, and the doorbell rings. Michelle's like, "I'll get it," and Danny's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get it with you." So Michelle opens the door, and there's a chimpanzee in red shorts on the doorstep. And of course, Michelle's like, "Uh, okay." Danny's like, oh, that's got to be my sister, Wendy, even though the girls already know, everyone knows they're expecting her to arrive. That's just for us, the the viewers, to know that his sister is coming. So, yeah, when Michelle opens the door, that chimpanzee, Ginger is about the same height as Michelle. So, and I love Michelle being so polite to the monkey, or to uh, Ginger. Like, just a moment, please, I'll be right with you. Stay right there. She shuts the door, says, Daddy, there's a monkey at the door. And he's like, oh, that must be my sister, Wendy. And Michelle's like, your sister's a monkey? Okay. Ginger all by herself. Everybody, wave hi to Ginger. Hi. Hi. Girls, give your Wendy a hug. Hi. Come on, let's sit down. I want to hear everything. Hey, come on, Ginger. Let's have a seat. Can you do a monkey face? <laughs> 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 Try a chicken. Oh, 
Too, but I gotta get to the station to tape some promos. Joey, do me a favor. Why don't you take <coughs> Wendy and, and maybe you can get across town without trying to play a trick on her? Okay. Well, you better hold my sneezing powder, my whoopee cushion, and my exploding tuna. How did that fit in his back pocket? Oh, he loves Jesse. seen Wendy in years. He didn't even know she had Ginger. And Ginger... <laughs> Wendy found Ginger when she was just a baby by herself. When she was studying chimpanzees in Uganda. And I'm like, wow. I mean, the fact that you could, you know, get the, you know, Ginger on a plane. Probably in a cargo hold. Um, and get her through customs and everything like that. That's that's great. Um, more than likely, she probably said it's a experiment as far as, you know, social experiment or something to that effect. Kind of like, uh, similar to Jane Goodall with her study with, you know, apes and stuff like that, too. So, 
back in like 2008, 2009, I was really big into reading memoirs, but mainly animal memoirs. And I had read, um, I never read anything on Jane Goodall, but I did read about a guy that lived with wolves. And then there's a guy who lived with, well, he didn't really live with the Pride of Lions, but I was really interested in, in people's personal accounts and interactions and experiences with wildlife, especially like adopting like uh, Wesley, and I think it was Wesley the Owl by Stacey O'Brien, that uh, she raised a baby owl from not an egg, but it was little, 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 and it was just so sweet. I could go on for days about that, but I'm not going to. So, of course, as soon as Stephanie and DJ see Ginger, like, oh my gosh, a monkey, can we pet it? And Danny said, well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Now, is it safe for the girls to be around Ginger, and this is where Wendy gives Ginger's backstory of how they met, and, you know, I've taken care of her since she was a baby and everything. She's completely tame. Like I said, Ginger is wearing shorts. She's most likely probably wearing a diaper under those shorts, so any feces that comes out of her is going to go right into that diaper. And not on Danny's coffee table. Because Wendy's like, oh, well, we're going to stay in an apartment, a hotel if or motel if you have a problem. Because Wendy goes to sit down with the girls on the couch. And it's like, here you go, Ginger. And she just pops Ginger right on the coffee table. And Danny's like, oh, I haven't had my house uh, protected against monkeys. You, like, slide a coaster under her butt. <laughs> and Wendy's a little offended. It's like... Love me, love my monkey, or don't love us at all, basically kind of thing. As You know, Danny, I can't go get a motel room if you want. And he's like, oh, no, my sister, heck no. You know what? You can stay here. Ginger, you can get a hotel room or a motel room. It's like, okay, Danny, I know you're not a fan of... Because what does Danny really know about chimps? It seemed like in the late... Mid to late 70s, there were quite a lot. Even in the 90s, there was a plethora of monkey, you know, chimpanzee, gorilla movies. Um, gosh, there's quite a few. Didn't Ronald Reagan start a movie called Bedtime with Bonzo? Clint Eastwood was starring in movies with an orangutan. There's a, um, on an episode of Silver Spoons, there was an episode in season one called, called I'm Just Wild About Harry with an orangutan. Yeah, I remember, uh, I never saw Mighty Joe Young, but we have Monkey Trouble with Aura Birch. I would love to cover that movie. It's so good. Um, Ed with Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Never seen it. Born to be Wild. That movie, uh, with, uh, Gorilla. Uh, I don't know why at 13, uh, or 14, I thought that that was a real gorilla. It was a man in a gorilla suit. Uh, we got MVP. I remember that movie. Had Kevin Ziggers in it. Oh, it's put on by the same people that did Air Bud. It's um, a chimpanzee who could do sign language. And the character in MVP, the girl, actually is also deaf. So let's see. I'm trying to see any other 
like family-ish type movies with chimpanzees in it. And I'm looking. Summer of the Mo- oh, Summer of the Monkeys. Yes. Same uh, guy who wrote Where the Red Fern Grows. Both amazing movies. MXP. Oh, it's like a little series with the the chimp. Um, I can't remember the, his name, but um, oh, let's just say top monkey movies. Let's see. Let's give a look. See, look here. Bedtime for Bonzo. Okay, yeah. When did that one come out? Banana bonus. Ronald Reagan bottle feeding a chimp. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's the one, um, Dirty Harry with the orangutan and uh, Clint Eastwood. I almost said Clint Black. Let's see, Gorillas in the Mist. Oh, that's a Jane Goodall. Uh, Mighty Joe Young, I've never seen that one. Okay. One of the Apes. King Kong. I'm just kind of looking for... Oh, that must have been the list. Well, there are a lot of them, guys. A lot of them. Um, what was that movie that had a uh, capuchin monkey in it? You know, I can't think of it. I'm sure it will eventually just flit across my mind. Like, there it is. And <laughs> Wendy's like, everybody, wave hi to Ginger. And Ginger's just sitting on the doorstep, just like flapping her arm. <laughs> the kids are waving. It's adorable. So, Wendy's been away for quite a while. A point where, I mean, we've never seen her, but we've never heard of her before. We didn't know she existed till now. The only sister we knew existed that Danny had was, uh, I don't even think we got her name. It was just a relation through, that's how Cousin Steve happened, basically. But no way in the world does this lady here have a 17-year-old, or at this point, probably Steve would be, if he was 17 in season one and three years have passed, he's going to be at least 20, so he's probably more than halfway through college. Maybe he's already uh, in the minor leagues. I don't know. But we know Michelle's never met her before, but it's just, aww, she's like, oh, come give your Aunt Wendy a hug. So Stephanie, as everyone goes to sit on the couch, is like, oh, Dad, we gotta get a monkey. I know, Steph, you think she's cute. And Ginger, oh, adorable. I get it. But you can't just go out and get a monkey. I mean, I know that Michael Jackson did have a lot of pets and stuff, wild animals, you know, with bubbles and... Uh, the, the lions and maybe some baby tigers and stuff because he was definitely an animal lover. But you just, that's, I mean, unless you want to go into the field of, you know, I don't know, DJ in Fuller House as a vet, does she see wild animals or is it mainly just domesticated animals? I know she sees, like, farm animals and stuff, but. But Stephanie's response, oh, we got to get a monkey. That's any kid's response who went out and saw Free Willy and said, I want to be a marine biologist. No, that was me. <laughs> and that lasted about as far as the car ride home. <laughs> or like seeing 101 Dalmatian, like, I gotta get a Dalmatian. I, I gotta get a clownfish. I just saw Finding Nemo. Or I gotta get a dog that looks like Dante with his tongue hanging out of his mouth from Coco. I think that the sale of Dalmatians, like, skyrocketed after 101 Dalmatians come, came out of, in the theaters. I love the 
Michelle here. She's like, hi, Ginger. Can you do a monkey face? <laughs> and you just see Ginger's like, oh, sit down, child. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> oh, you're an amateur, Michelle. Come on. So, <laughs> Michelle's like, not bad. Try a chicken. And she tucks her, her hands under her arm. <laughs> but Jesse comes in holding Rebecca's hand, and for a second, when I was uh, uh, watching this scene yesterday through the clip, and I just like, did she have her baby yet? Is she not pregnant? And I'm like, wait a minute, yes, she had the babies. She just got her figure back pretty dang quickly. Like, it looks like she was never pregnant to begin with. I love how Dan uh, Jesse's like a monkey... A girl with blonde hair. It's got to be the jungle girl. And he's like, come on, bring it in. <laughs> oh, I can see now. Yes, Ginger is definitely wearing a diaper under those shorts. I got to figure, I mean, you got to keep that butt protected. You got to keep it protected. Poop's going to be flying out. She's going to be fling. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Ginger isn't a poop flinger. Maybe she's... Just a nice, graceful, beautiful chimpanzee who doesn't fling poop. So, Jesse's introducing Wendy to Rebecca. And, of course, while he's doing that, he's, like, standing right near Ginger, who puts uh, one of her hands right inside Jesse's pocket. And he's just like, um, why does she have her hand in my pocket? I mean, what is it doing there? I mean, I know what it's doing there. So Jesse doesn't understand, like, what's up with this? Why is her hand in my pocket? And <clears throat> Wendy is like, wow, you know, that is amazing. She's usually really shy with strangers. She must really like you. <laughs> Aww. I kind of think that it kind of makes me think of um, when baby Tony, when uh, Tony Kagan had come to be watched by the Tanners and the baby only bonded with Jesse. Just, I don't know what it what it is about Jesse. Like they're they're just babies and, and chimps. They're they're drawn to Jesse. And maybe I mean they do Ginger and Jesse do have the same color. I mean she's got black fur, he's got black hair. I can imagine, yeah, that's getting a little too close for comfort. I can even imagine John Stamos like, okay, sweetie, you need to get your hand. I, I, the pockets look pretty deep, and it's like, uh, yeah, you're getting a little too close to the, uh, the no-touch zone. <laughs> a little too close. So, yeah, Jesse just takes her hand out of his pocket and just shakes it, and Ginger is really enthusiastically, like, shaking his hand and, like, I don't want to be one of those people that, oh, I heard that chimps do this to people, or they can take your arm right out of the socket, or blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. Aw, he kind of hurt her feelings. <laughs> He's like, look, I'm, I'm not really the monkey type of guy. And Jesse's like, is this thing tame? It's like, her name is Ginger. <gasps> like, yes, she is very tame. And well-mannered as Ginger climbs up on Jesse's back. And I like Becky. She's like, yeah, and I think she has the hots for my husband. And I love how Becky's like, hey, Ginger, he's mine. 
And I love Ginger just shaking her head like, nope, 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 nope. Oh no, Jesse is the one that puts Ginger on the coffee table. As he takes her from, you know, off of his back and just sets her down there. And Danny, of course, is like, Jesse, just clean the coffee table. Can someone, like, slip a coaster under her butt? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. She's wearing a diaper and shorts. She's good. No poop is going to be flying out of her behind at this moment. If it does, it's going to be concealed. You'll be fine. And Wendy, I think, is getting a little irritated with Danny. It's like, Danny, if you are that bothered by Ginger, by Ginger, then why don't she and I just get a hotel or something? And Danny is like, oh, no, no, not you. I mean, no, you're staying here. Ginger can get the hotel. Guess who hasn't come down to see uh, Wendy yet, but also remembers her? Joey. And right away, I mean, they pick up right where they left off. <laughs> it's the classic little sister and big brother's best friend just play, you know, insulting each other and just like teasing each other, picking on each other. But they're adults. Wendy looks like she might be, I'm saying late 20s, maybe early-ish 30s. We don't know really how much of an age difference between Danny and Ginger. I'm going to say five years, maybe, difference. So maybe late 20s. And Joey's right around Danny's age. And it's just like, the way that they react to each other is like, Joey is a 12-year-old and she is like a 9-year-old. But Joey goes down and says, oh, Wendy Tanner, you haven't changed a bit. And he's talking directly to Ginger and just the look on Wendy's face like, oh, here we go again. Oh, my gosh. I thought we buried the hatchet. Apparently not. She's like, okay, fine. You want to pick up where we left off? I'm telling your mom. And Joey's like, see if I even care. See if I even care. Like, guys, come on. Even Danny's like, you're adults now. This is very childish. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, I'm just kidding. Give me a hug. She's like, why? So you can put a sardine down my back? He's like, hey, I haven't pulled that since eighth grade. You're so worried. Here, shake my hand. And, of course, she's not looking down. You can clearly see it's a fake hand. But she goes to grab it, and it's a fake hand that comes right out of the sleeve of a shirt. Ay, 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 Joey. Some people never change. <laughs> and Joey's, like, laughing. Yes, you can go home again. And, of course, she takes the fake hand and just hits him across the shoulder with, like, Joey, you're so lame. Danny's like, look, guys, can you just call it a truce? I was like, hey, Joey started it. <laughs> I'm with Wendy. <laughs> Plus, they're adults. They're acting like they're, like, 9 and 11. This is too goofy for adults to be acting this way. If it were any other way, Joey would be in jail right now for, yeah. So, Wendy's like, all right. Danny, we got a lot of catching up to do, and I got an interview at um, the zoo in San Francisco. 
Do you think you could take me? He's like, well, I wish I could, but unfortunately I gotta get to work and work on some promos. He's like, Joey, can you take her? And Wendy's like, ugh. If only DJ had her own driver's license, right? So, um, yeah, can you do that and not try to uh, kill each other on the way? (laughs) That would be really great, thanks. So Joey's like, all right, here, you better take my whoopee cushion and my exploding tuna that he pulls out of his pants pocket. And I'm like, how do you, it's basically a fake fish. How do you get that out of your pants pocket? Oh, he says maybe you can get across town without trying to play a trick on each other, not actually try to kill each other. So sneezing powder, whoopee cushion, and exploding tuna, which is looks like a plastic fish. Ginger, of course, goes from the coffee table to jump right in Uncle Jesse's lap. And Jesse's like, what are you doing on my lap? Do I look like Santa Claus to you? And I like Stephanie here. She's like, somebody's got a monkey crush. She even gives, Ginger even gives Jesse a kiss on the face. And he's like, I got two words for you. Banana banaka. I love how Je- she, like, leans her head into Jesse's chest and Jesse just kind of lays his head on top of her head. It's adorable. And then she starts messing with his hair, which we know is a no-touch, off-limits zone. You don't touch the man's hair. His hair is his shining glory. So now we're in Michelle and Stephanie's room, Stephanie found a package that just is addressed to Tanner, which could mean it could be any anyone in the house. I'm guessing it turns out Wendy had uh, <clears throat> had her mail forwarded temporarily to Danny's just in case you know anything happened to arrive. She didn't want it to show up where she because I think right now she's kind of in between places because she's hoping to get that job at the zoo. So Michelle's like, break that sucker open, and Stephanie's like, Michelle. We don't even know if it's for us. It even says, please handle with care fragile. We just got delivered. It's addressed to Tanner. Rip that sucker open. Michelle, I don't know if this package is for me, but there's only one way to find out. (sighs) You know, that's a federal offense, Steph. You can't just open someone's mail. Statue. The man beat him. 
So, Michelle's like, rip that sucker open. And Stephanie's like, I don't even know if it's a it's addressed to me or not. But there's only one way to find out. Because it said Tanner on it. It's like, still, if it's, you didn't order anything clearly, so it's obviously not for you. And as she's ripping it open, I'm like, Steph, that's a federal offense. You're opening someone else's mail. If I open Jeremy's mail, even though he's my husband, I don't know. How does that work? Could I get a... No, I couldn't. But if some stranger goes into your mailbox and starts going through your mail and opening it, that in itself is a federal offense. So it turns out it's a... It's a bank. It's kind of a... I don't even know if you'd call it, like, African tribal or something. I mean, we know that... Wendy travels, and she tends to, we find out, collect different artifacts. She calls it a tacky souvenir connect collection later on, but as Stephanie reads a little, it looks like a slip of paper that came out of a fortune cookie. The It turns out, guys, it's a bank. And it's a pretty cool looking bank. Turns out you, like, just slip a coin into the back of its head and just its eyes light up and glow red. That's pretty cool. Um, but its name is Nakata. And it says, basically, you feed him by putting change in him or he will put a curse on you. Ah, great. So, Stephanie, like, pats it on the head. Like, it's just a silly artifact. Don't worry. That's when its eyes, like, light up and glow. So it's, feed me. And Stephanie and Michelle are just cowering below that little table in their room. And Michelle just looks at Stephanie like, you heard the man feed him. Guys, seriously, it's just a block of wood on a stick. So DJ and Kimmy come in. And, of course... Stephanie and Michelle are joking like, oh, of course this thing has bad luck because Kimmy's here. And Stephanie's like, no, Michelle, that's only DJ's fault. DJ and Kimmy plan to do makeover, so they say the bathroom is going to be off limits for the next three hours. Like, you live in a house full of people. I really don't think... I mean, how many toilets do they got in the house? They got one upstairs in Jesse and Becky's attic apartment. The uh, Joey is no longer living in the basement because it's a studio. I think Danny might still have a toilet in his bathroom in his bedroom. It's just like, girls, you can't monopolize with a house full of, but you cannot monopolize a bathroom like that. <laughs> Stephanie, of course, has got to get a, a jab into Kimmy. We're like, oh my gosh, three hours? It'll take three years for Kimmy. And I love Kimmy with, it's a, I'm trying to remember what that was like, Clairol, like, oh, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. That sounds like, like a, what was it, uh, Cindy Crawford or, or somebody saying that. I want to, I know it's got to be like, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Slogan for something. Hate me. I'm beautiful. Let's see. Um, 
Oh, Pantene commercial. Don't hate me because I'm be. Oh, okay, so it's Pantene. Gotcha. All right, cool. Now we're going to go downstairs with Jesse and Becky and baby Nikki and Alex. They're doing a little bit of baby exercising as both Jesse and Becky have a twin and they're both kind of doing the shake, shake, like move your body, you know, just kind of shaking them side to side, getting the, the legs, getting the body bouncing and all that stuff. And <laughs> Becky's like really into like, and one, and two, and three, and you hear Jesse going, one two and of course Becky is like honey you're not doing it right and she tells him all about the benefits of babies getting that physical activity and stuff like that like oh they could be walking sooner potty training sooner and that gets Jesse right into like all right and one and two and three and four <laughs> Trendy can you get? Baby aerobics? Yes, it'll help the boys develop their motor skills. They'll crawl earlier, walk sooner, who knows, maybe even potty train faster. Double time, and one. And two. And one. And two. Okay, okay. I think we've got enough. Yes, we have. Oh, that one. That one's getting a little oh, nap time. <laughs> oh, they're both crying. <laughs> okay, there you go. Oh, someone missed Jesse. <laughs> Break the zoo cruise back. I think somebody missed somebody. Okay, listen. Look, Ginger, I hate to break it to you, but it's over, all right? I'm a happily married man. There's nothing going on between you and me. Well, she doesn't think so. She's telling the Michelle right there with the ankle. Can't hang out with you, you know. You, you want to find a playmate? Go, go find Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, she's sad. Look, I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt your feelings. You, you're a beautiful monkey. You, you got gorgeous eyes, uh, re really nice ears, a winning personality. It's just that um, you're too short for me. <laughs> so, Wendy, what do you think? You're gonna take that job at the zoo? Well, I don't know, but I do know I had a great time with you today. Oh, me too. Hope it didn't drive you nuts with all my animal voices. <laughs> no, it was fun. I always wonder what a Tasmanian devil sounds like. <laughs> Boy, I'm sorry I played all those stupid tricks on you back when you were kids. The truth is, I really did like you. I bet you did. Well, the truth is, when I was a little girl, I had a secret crush on you. Well, what if I told you I had a secret crush on you right now? I'd say the secret's out. Ooh! <laughs> hey, you're back. And you're kissing. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> wow, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, you're absolutely You guys so. left here, you, you weren't even friends, and now, uh, <laughs> boy, you're very friendly, aren't you? Yeah, is that great? And thanks to you for getting us together. Oh, hey, don't mention it. Um, Joey, why don't you and I uh, get dinner ready now? And Wendy, you must be tired after your trip. If you want, you can rest in my room. All right, yeah, I am a little jet lagged. Um, Ginger, want to take a nap up in Danny's room? Whoa, wait, wait a minute, I haven't quite monkey-proofed the sheets yet. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll take care of Ginger. 
I am a monkey expert. I've read every Curious George book. Yeah, of course you have. Thanks, Joey. Ginger, are you going to be a good girl? That's a no. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. I think and I'll see you a little later, you Tasmanian devil. Hey, Ginger, why don't you cop a little squat up here on the couch? You cop a squat? Hey, what do you say we get out this month's National Geographic, see if any of your friends are in there? I got an idea. We could pick nits off each other. Yeah. Joey, we need to talk. Hey, Danny, come on. I'm just trying to bond with the little chimp. What you're trying to do is bond with my little sister. Danny, chill out. to be a great girl. Joey, I wanted the two of you to be friends. I didn't want you to try and make a move on her. <laughs> you know, if I didn't know you better, I'd swear you didn't want me going out with your sister. Look, it's just not a good idea, all right? Danny, I really don't care what you think, okay? You don't care what I think? No, I don't. I'm your best friend, Joey. What are you talking well, about? Well, you're not being my best friend right now, okay? I've been as involved in this as you you're are. You're not involved, all right? you. Where'd Ginger go? I don't know. You're the monkey sitter. Why don't you just mind your own business, okay? You have no right to tell me who I can date. Now, if you'll just back off and get out of my way, I got a monkey to find. Joey. Oh, Joey, okay? Yeah, looks like baby aerobics is over. The babies are, they need to be put down for a nap, clearly. <laughs> Jesse's like, here you go, go cry to mommy. <laughs> and Becky just takes the twins and she is like out through the laundry room. It's like, okay, Lori Laughlin's handing over the babies to the mother. Like, here you go, have fun. Joey, Wendy, and Ginger return from the zoo. And of course, Jesse's back is to the door so he doesn't see it. And Ginger just jumps right up on his back again. He's like, oh great, the zoo crew is back. <laughs> and Wendy's like, oh, looks like somebody missed someone. And Jesse tries to break to Ginger like, hey, look, we... This would not work out. We're a different species, you and I. He's like, Ginger, look, it's over, all right? I'm a happily married man. There's nothing going on between you and me, all right? I'm sorry. And Jesse turns around to get the baby blanket. And, of course, Ginger pulls a Michelle here by latching onto his ankle and becoming, like, an ankle weight. Yeah, and he kind of levels with her. He's, like, you know, on his knees trying to get to her level. Like, look, Ginger, <laughs> I'm not looking for... Oh, playmate, if you want to hang out with someone, go find Michael Jackson. You know, Michael Jackson and Bubbles. <laughs> Aw, poor Ginger's sad. Her bottom lip is, like, curled down. Aw. And <laughs> Jesse even is like, well, look, I don't want to hurt your feelings. You're a beautiful monkey. You got gorgeous eyes, great, you know, hair and everything like that. But it just wouldn't work out. Oh, really nice ears and a winning personality. Oh, she is sweet. Oh, he's like, well, you're too short for me. <laughs> so we hear a little bit about Joey and Wendy's day at the zoo. He's like, hey, you going to take that job at the zoo? Because, you know, she had to go for her interview. And Wendy's like, well, you know, I'm not sure. Because they're sitting on the coffee table together. And she's like, I don't know about that. But I'll tell you one thing. I definitely had a great time hanging out with you today. And Joey's like, I hope... Uh, my uh, impressions of the animals didn't, like, uh, bug you too much. And she's like, oh, no, no. I always wonder what a Tasmanian devil sounded like. And, of course, Joey's got to do his Taz. 
because that's just Joey. Honestly, I'd rather her Bullwinkle. I like Taz and all, but yeah. So now they're kind of reminiscing. Joey is apologizing like, gosh, I'm really sorry that I played all those tricks on you back when we were kids. And he's honest with like, well, the truth is, you know, I really did like you. And she's like, well, the truth for me is, I gotta admit, I kind of had a little bit of a crush on you growing up. He's like, well, what if I told you I had a crush on you now? And Wendy, so suave here. She's like, well, I'd say the secret's out. And they kiss. And here comes Danny rolling in like, oh, wow, Uh, you're kissing. (laughs) What? (laughs) This is the thing. I've read it in many books, probably seen it in TV episodes, movies, where the older brother has a younger sister. And the brother's best friend ends up falling for the younger sister. Of course, the older brother, always the protector of little sister, is really, like, doesn't want his sister to be going out with guys. Definitely doesn't want the sister to be going out with the best friend. (laughs) But them's the breaks. You know, Wendy and Joey are adults, and Danny feels like, I don't like this, you moving in on my sister like this. And I'm with Joey's like, hey, you can't tell me who to date. All right? Your sister's a great girl. Because Wendy actually takes Danny up on his offer of, you know, taking a nap in his room. Just because, you know, from, I can imagine from the flight to just having to go to an interview and everything, you're probably kind of like, I need to, like, take a powder for a bit. And take a nap or something. Because also, you know, she spent a good chunk of the day. It seems like it was like the early afternoon. And by the time it got back, it looked like it was dark outside. So, she's like, Joey, can, um, you don't mind watching Ginger, do you? Well, take a nap. Because she was going to have Ginger take a nap with her. But Danny's like, oh, no, uh, the sheets aren't, um, aren't really, like, made to be having a chimp sleeping on them. So Joey's like, hey, yeah, look, I would love to bond with her. So, yeah, you go take a nap. I'll bond with Ginger. Ginger sits on the bed with, or on the bed, (laughs) sits on the couch with Joey. He's like, hey, why don't we go through uh, National Geographic, see if we find any of your relatives, that kind of thing. Does that sound like fun? And, of course, this is where Danny comes in. It's like, wow. You guys barely got along this afternoon, and then all of a sudden I come in and see you two kissing. Wow, things really escalated from there. I don't feel comfortable with you coming on to my sister like this, or moving in on my sister. Joey's a great guy. He's not going to hurt her. Jeez, Danny. At least this way you know who your sister's dating. You know Joey. It's not like, dude, and not to mention... Wendy is a grown woman who can take care of herself. Chill out. Of course, while Danny and Joey are arguing about that, Ginger slips upstairs. We cut to DJ's room where she and Kimmy are enjoying some green goo facials with cucumber-like slices on the eyes. Looks like their hair's been done up too, so the, with a towel. So uh, they're just having a they're having a me day. They're having a me afternoon, doing the facial thing, the hair thing, 
all of that. Getting rid of those blemishes, zits, what blackheads, what have you. <laughs> I thought it was cute how when Wendy and Joey kiss, Ginger puts her hand up to her eyes <laughs> to cover her eyes. And I guess um, all of Ginger's stuff is in a uh, diaper bag, which is got to be pretty handy. I mean, probably fresh diapers and whatever else. Joey even suggests after looking, flipping through a National Geographic magazine that they can pick nits off each other. I mean, I've seen um, chimpanzees in documentaries and stuff grooming each other, so. so. Let's go back to this as Joey, Danny wants to talk to Joey about him and Wendy and Joey's like, hey, I'm just trying to bond with the little chimp. And Danny's like, well, what you're trying to do is bond with my little sister. Dude, enough. She's a grown woman. I can imagine if she came down there and heard you talking to Joey like that. She's like, Danny, first of all, my relationship is not your business. And secondly, last time I checked, I wasn't nine years old and needing protecting. I'm a grown woman. So please back off. Yeah, Joey's, like, defending Wendy, like, there's, what's wrong with your sister? She's a great girl. And Danny says, well, look, I want you two to be friends. I didn't want you to make a move on her. You act like Joey just goes through women like Jesse did in season one. Joey is nothing like that. So Joey gets up off the couch. He's like, wow, you know, if I didn't know any better, I think that you don't want me going out with your sister. Is that right? And Danny's like, look, it's not a good idea. And I gotta hand it to Joey. He's like, Danny, I don't care what you think. And Danny's like, what, you don't care? It's like, no, I don't. Where's the chimp? Oh, shoot. Ginger, where are you? Oh, she, they start going upstairs. And Danny's like, Joey. And Joey's like, don't Joey me. Now we go to DJ's room. So Kimmy and DJ are leaning back against the uh, end of DJ's bed, talking about how the avocado mask is hardening, so clearly it's doing its job, exfoliating those pores. <laughs> and DJ's like, gosh, I feel like guacamole. And Kimmy's like, hey, let's scrape this stuff off with Doritos. Ew, I don't think you're supposed to eat it. So Joey goes into DJ's room and asks if they've seen Ginger. DJ's like, no, sorry, Joey. We can't see anything right now. We're exfoliating. <laughs> and Danny is like, hey, maybe we should wake up Wendy. And Joey says, yeah, I bet you'd like that. Make it, me look so irresponsible because I lost her monkey. And Danny's like, no, I just thought she might know a monkey call or something. Oh, okay, so that's what um, she was doing. Um, Kimmy was going to have a perm. And I guess there's a special rinse to go along with it. Now, we see a mixing bowl that's got, like, three different bottles of chemicals. One that looks like it could be hydrogen peroxide. I'm not sure. And it's... Like, kind of a, um, a reddish-orange color. And <laughs> Ginger doesn't know what this is. She's like, oh, the top's off this one. Let me dump it in here. Oh, she's even coloring her hair? I... Okay. DJ says it's very subtle. 
And Kimmy's like, great, because I would only trust you with my hair, no one else. And Deja's like, Kimmy, you can't afford anybody but me. And I like how Ginger isn't even really interested in the girls or what they're doing. It's not like she, like, hops over to them and, like, takes the cucumbers off their eyes and eats them or anything like that, but... It's pretty much like, oh, she put in another bottle? Oh, my. Well, the top with both the tops of those were off, so. So, DJ, they t uh, take off the cucumber slices, and DJ grabs the mixing bowl and says, all right, Kimmy, it's time to make you beautiful as they leave the room. They don't notice that those two bottles are completely empty. So, I guess Joe, um, Joey, <laughs> no, Jesse had been up all night with the twins, you know, because they're young, they're babies, they wake up throughout the night, they have to be fed, changed, what have you. And it's so adorable because Jesse is just sitting in that rocking chair in the nursery with little Alex. <laughs> and Becky's like, oh, did you rock your daddy to sleep? Oh, no, can you burp him? It's so cute. So she goes over and kind of like uh, moves his, his hair a little bit out of his eyes. And he wakes up. He's like, huh, hey, when do we have a baby? <laughs> so she's like, honey, you look exhausted. Why don't you go take a nap? And he's like, hey, why don't you uh, come take a nap with me? And you guys know they're not talking about taking, like, actually taking a nap and falling asleep. That's code for, uh, <laughs> you guys are not going to make another baby right now. You got to. <laughs> 
But yeah, he's like, hey, let's lock the door, dim the lights, and it'll be just like the nap we took on our honeymoon. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, we know what nap is code for you two. So he heads over to the bed, and Becky's like, oh, boys, if you wake up while we're taking a nap, just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> of course, before Becky can even get to the bed, who comes in but Ginger? Oh, God, this is so great. Honestly, this is the, f I, I feel one of the funniest scenes of the whole episode. <laughs> Mmm. Is that new perfume? <laughs> it's a walk on the wild side, isn't it? Oh. Can't keep your hands out of my hair, huh, honey? Oh, I love you. Oh. It feels good, honey. You know all the right spots. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. The rough stuff tonight, huh, honey? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna hurt. Has Uncle Jesse been a bad boy? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Becky, when was the last time you shot your back? <laughs> I just made out with a monkey. <laughs> and honey, I think I learned a few tricks from Ginger. Get over here. <laughs> oh, I knew I should have knocked. <laughs> Joey. Nope. Bye. Oh, man, she hates me. Why won't that monkey give me a break? Well, I don't know, but if you talk sexy to her, she'll nibble on your ear. <laughs> Joey, would you forget about this monkey for a second? You and I have to talk. Danny, there's nothing to talk about. You already told me you didn't want me going out with your sister. Joey, would you listen to me? No, I won't. Are you ready to take that nap? Yeah, right after I take a bath. Your shower. <laughs> So we get to what I feel is the funniest part of the scene. Ginger just starts wailing on Jesse's behind, and you just see John Stamos. You can tell he's breaking character because he cannot stop grinning and laughing at this whole setup. <laughs> Ginger's just repeatedly just smacking his butt. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he's like, oh, the, the rough stuff tonight, honey. Has Uncle Jesse been a bad boy? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Ginger. I kind of got to wonder if Lori Laughlin is started, uh, trying to, uh, is, <laughs> she was breaking her dress. I don't think so. I don't think so. But to keep cutting between her reaction and Jesse's reaction. Of course, he puts an armor on who he thinks is Becky. 
immediately feels hair. It's like, Becky, when was the last time you shaved your back? Ah! And he wakes up, realizes, well, he was awake the whole time. Sees it's ginger and is like, ah, <laughs> The look on Jesse's face when he puts an arm around who he thinks is Becky and starts feeling hair. His eyes are just like, what is in bed with me? What is this? In, what's been smacking my butt this whole time? It's clearly not Becky. Well, I'll give you a guess. You probably already know. It's Ginger. Who else in that house right now has a hairy furry back? Not Becky. And the fact that you would even think Becky would have to shave her back is a little crazy. Yeah, Jesse can't get out of that bed fast enough as he runs over to Becky, who's laughing her head off. He's like, I just made out with a monkey. He's like, did you see that? And she's like, yeah, honey. I think I learned a few tricks from Ginger. Turn around, she starts slapping butt. <laughs> of course, this is when Joey comes in, who's been looking for Ginger. It's like, oh, wow, I really should have knocked first. Like, no, it's all right. Joey's like, oh, there you are. Come to your buddy Joey. And Ginger hightails at Ireland. Like, zoom. Half a second, she is out of that room. And Joey's like, oh, man, I don't get it. Why doesn't that monkey like me? And Becky's like, I don't know, but if you talk sexy to her, she might nibble on your ear. <laughs> Danny, this is not the place nor the time. As you... Joey, can you forget about the money monkey for a second? We have to talk. It's like, no, you gotta. Joey's gotta find the monkey, and he doesn't want to hear what you have to say. You've pretty much already made your opinion clear, which is kind of valid since this thing between Joey and Wendy is really none of your business and has nothing to do with you. So Becky's like, hey, you ready to take that nap? And Jesse's like, yeah, right after I take a bath. I don't see I don't see Jesse as a bath type. I see him as I'm gonna jump in the I'm surprised he didn't say I'm gonna take a quick jump in the shower real quick and get cleansed. Get this monkey dander off me. But he's just like, ugh. Now we go back to <laughs> DJ's room with Kimmy and this wig. It's clearly a wig. You saw all those red chemicals that Ginger dumped into that glass mixing bowl, right? Well, yeah. Kimmy is just like, she, she hasn't seen it yet. She's like, oh, give me a mirror. I can't wait to see. And DJ's like, oh, uh, trust me, you can wait. <laughs> Stephanie and Michelle come in, and Stephanie is holding the, um, that tribal mask uh, bank. And both Stephanie and Michelle, their jaws are just on the floor in shock. Like, whoa! I mean, this would be, like, no different if Kimmy decided to shave her head. And Kimmy's like, what? Do I look that stunning? And Stephanie's like, I'm stunned, yeah. <laughs> I love how DJ, like, sits down next to Kimmy with a hand on her shoulders. Like, doesn't she look cute, girls? Like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nod, yes. <laughs> of course. Honesty from a five-year-old. You look like Bozo. 
And immediately Kimmy's like, DJ, what did you do to my hair? And of course, DJ's like, oh, no, Kimmy, uh, you know, she means the uh, Francesca bozo. And, <laughs> and she was like, no, I mean like bozo with a red, the big red nose. Oh, Francesca Bozo, that Italian supermodel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Bozo with a ball on his nose. Did anyone watch Bozo's Circus growing up back in the mid to late 80s? It was usually, I think it was, like, usually on Saturday mornings, if anyone what channel. And it, I just remember, like, these balloons, like, filled with, like, whipped cream or something, and these kids had to, like waddle like duck walk around with the and if it popped then you lost okay nakata i keep i kept forgetting um the tribal mask bank's name nakata because kimmy's like dj what did you do to me and stephanie's like no it's not dj it's nakata it's the curse that she put on i mean the that nakata put on the family the house so of course stephanie and michelle leave to go feed nakata Kimmy leaps off the bed. It's like, I gotta see my hair. And DJ's like, Kimmy, don't! And of course, she sees it. And Kimmy's like, oh my god. DJ's like, oh, Kimmy, I am so sorry. I'll pay to have it shaved. Oh, god. No, surprisingly, Kimmy loves it. She's like, finally, I'm one step ahead of Madonna. Did she ever do anything like that to her hair? And Kimmy is, like, so happy because, like, the best part is my mom's gonna freak out. Kimmy goes and hugs DJ. Like, thanks. Well, I think I've done all I can do. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see it. Trust me, you can wait. <laughs> Boy, do I look that stunning? I'm definitely stunned. Doesn't she look cute, girls? You look like Bozo. <laughs> She means Francesca Bozo, that Italian supermodel. <laughs> I'm talking about Bozo with the bum on his nose. DJ, what did you do to me? It's not DJ's fault, it's Nakata's. He's cursed this whole house. We gotta go feed him. I've gotta see my hair. Kimmy, don't. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I am so sorry. I'll pay to have it shaved. No! No, 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 I love it! And finally, I'm one step ahead of Madonna. And the best part is, my mom's gonna freak out. Thanks, Deej. Happy to help. So now we go downstairs with... The girls have taken just about every type of food out of the fridge, out of the pantry, the cupboards... They're trying to feed Nakata. And Steph, uh, Michelle's like, well, how do you feed him? Stephanie, who's holding a little mini powdered donut, is like, I don't know. He's just a head on a stick. He has no mouth, really. There's even Twinkies. There's chocolate-covered mini donuts. There's ginormous apples. There's corn. There's radishes. There's tomatoes, lettuce, a pie, grapes. My goodness gracious. I love how Ginger just like <laughs> walks through.
through the kitchen just like, I'm uh, just passing through. Like, there's Ginger. There goes. She doesn't even notice the girl. Like, I'm on a mission. Bye. Can't stop to, to wave. So Joey and Danny come downstairs chasing Ginger. But Danny stops and looks and is like, girls, what are you doing? And Stephanie's like, I'm trying to stop the curse that this thing has put on the house. And Danny's like, oh, well, keep trying. <laughs> so we get the conclusion of Nakata, which the girls find out that is actually a bank that you just stick a coin into. And that solves the problem. There's no curse. How do we feed him? You got me. He has no stomach. He's just a head on a stick. <laughs> Here comes Ginger. There she goes. Bye. There goes Ginger. Ginger, come back here. Joey, come back here. Hello. Steph, what are you doing? I'm trying to stop the horrible curse on this household. Oh, well, keep trying. <laughs> Boy, tough house to take a nap in. Hey, my Nakata <clears throat> bank. What do you mean, bank? <laughs> I bought it for my tacky souvenir collection. Watch. Feed me. Thank you. Cool. Have a nice day. You mean there's no curse? No, it's just for fun. See, Michelle, you little kids will believe anything. Oh, really, oh, Steph? Golly. Yeah, come on, Steph. You believed it, too. So, yeah, Wendy comes down from her nap, and she's, gosh, it's so hard to take a nap in this house. It's like, with all the yelling and everything going on, and, gee, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah. And she's like, oh, cool, my bank's here. Or, uh, my package arrived. <laughs> and Stephanie is just so... Like, what do you mean, bank? Like, yeah, it's a bank. It's part of my tacky souvenir collection here. As she hits the top, it says, feed me. And then she puts in a quarter and says, thank you. Have a nice day. Clearly, you can tell it's someone off the set doing a voiceover for this thing. It doesn't actually have a voice to it. So, Stephanie plays it off like, oh, see, Michelle, I told you there was no curse. <laughs> little kids. She throws it completely on to Michelle. Like, little kids will believe anything. And I'm like, and Michelle's like, oh, police. I'm like, yeah, Steph, you believed it too. You kind of roped her into that. Now we get to the girls' room. We got Ginger jumping on Stephanie's bed. Joey's like, I got you, you little missing link. And of course the door just happened. I didn't even know that window even opened like that. I didn't think it did. I think that room... That bay window area has changed because I swear it was different. Because a whole window gets taken out during the crimes in Michelle's demeanor or something. That episode where the girls uh, are having a pillow fight and that coat rack thing ends up going through the window. Then again, that might have been season four that that happened. So Ginger goes out the window. The tr there's a tree right outside the window. And Joey climbs out after her, and then Joey, or Danny comes in and is like, Joey, we have to talk. So he gets out there, 
And Joey is all like, Danny, can you please not read? Like, Wendy is a big girl, okay? Why do you think I'm trying to hurt your sister? You don't need to protect her from me. I'm a good guy. You know that. And surprise, surprise, Danny is not protecting Wendy from Joey. He's protecting Joey from her because Wendy is the type of person that is very wrapped up in her work. When she could take off the next day and wind up in a whole new country doing a new study on a different animal or, or something. And it's like, he knows that her work is important to her. And odds are she would most likely choose her job over, you know, a relationship. But he understands that. They just kissed that day. They're not, like, going to walk down the aisle together. Just chill, Dan Danny. Come on now. I get, I like that he wants to be, but this was ridiculous this whole time. I was like, Joey, will you listen to me? Joey, we have to talk. Joey, forget about the monkey. Just so you can say, I've seen my sister break a lot of hearts. Then that's on her with a relationship with a guy she said, man, she's, you don't got nothing to do with any of that. Really? That's on the guy. If they get their heart broken, they know, should know what they're in for. She's going to choose her career over a relationship. Some people are just that career and work focused that they don't have time for a relationship. I mean, look what happened with Vicky. She had a relationship with Danny to the point where they got engaged, but ultimately she chose her career over having a relationship, you know, a marriage, and being a stepmother, and she didn't want to give that up, nor should she have had to. So just let Wendy be Wendy, do her thing, and, you know, if Joey wants to continue a relationship with her, we do get her in another episode um, this season, so that's pretty awesome. We won't see Ginger again, though. More than likely, maybe, well, I, I just kind of think in my mind that Wendy, like, while she's working at the Jew, at at the zoo, excuse me, working at the zoo, she probably maybe has Ginger just kind of hang out with the other primates and stuff like that, you know, use the rope, the ropes, and, and just kind of hang out and everything, and interact with other, you know, chimpanzees around her age, and just, yeah, just cheaper than daycare, <laughs> and we learn later, she doesn't, Wendy doesn't even have a car, so, I'd like to think, like, you know how Danny in um, what the earlier season openings, how he has Stephanie when she's like four or five in that car seat that's hanging on the back of his bike. I, I like to think that maybe Wendy has a set up on her bike like that so she can just like buckle Ginger into a car seat and just kind of go. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. And then people, like, oh my gosh, is that a monkey in that car seat on that bike? Oh my gosh, that's so unusual. <laughs> Do you guys think that Ginger gets some flack from outsiders about like, oh, you have a monkey? How did it not like run off your face? Or like, do they constantly fling, you know, I bet she has to answer like a bazillion questions from people like, oh my gosh, that monkey should be in the jungle. That chimp should be with their own, his own kind or her own kind. And she probably has a few questions like that. 
all the time. Not to mention, I mean, depending on where she lives, I don't know any apartments that take in, you know, people with, you know, chimps and stuff like that and other, you know, wild animals. Because Ginger is technically considered a wild animal. You know, Rocket the horse isn't. Um, Scruffy the potbelly pig is a potbelly pig. And Shorty the donkey is. I don't know, you find those in. Do you find donkeys in zoos? I think you sometimes can find them on farms. Um, circuses are kind of mostly dunzo, so um, I don't. I saw a donkey at a circus once. That's that's about it. I usually see them like around like farms and stuff like that. I also want to go back to Joey and Danny in the tree talking it out, hashing it out. I like how Joey says, "Okay, Danny, can you like be my friend and not be my dad?" It's like I already have one of those, and he and I can't stand each other. So. Yeah, don't you just hate it when you have a friend who thinks that they need to parent you or treat you or talk down to you or what? I would not be able to stand that crap. I would not. Like, uh, I'm not your friend anymore. I can't deal with that. Go away. You can probably tell I have a very, very, very small social circle. Very small. Oh, he's having, he's having fun, jumping out of bed. Ah, there you are, you little missing link. Okay, now, come to Joey. Nope, fine, going out the window. Ginger, no. Hey, Ginger! Hey, Ginger. Yeah, come on in. Please? <laughs> Ginger, look, there's nothing to be afraid of. Just don't look down. Ginger, Ginger. Joey, what are you doing out there? I'm baking bread. What does it look like? <laughs> I'm trying to get a chimp. Joey, it's dangerous out here. Would you get in the house right now? I'm tired of you treating me like a little kid. I don't treat you like you're a little kid. I just know what's best for you. Now you get in here before you catch cold. See, now you're doing it again. Okay, excuse me. Now you got nowhere to run to. Joey, would you listen to me? No, you listen to me. I'm a nice guy. Wendy's a big girl. She doesn't need you to protect her from me. I am not trying to protect her from you. Oh, no? Well, then what are you doing? I'm trying to protect you from her. Protect me from her? What are you talking about? <coughs> Joey, I don't want to... I don't want you to get hurt. Wendy's the kind of person she's totally committed to she could pick up tomorrow and just wind up halfway around the world. I've seen her break a lot of hearts, okay? Well, I appreciate you looking out for me. But I really like Wendy, and I'm willing to take that risk. So would you just do me a favor and stop trying to be my dad? Really, Danny? He's already got one. I gotta learn to let go. But you are turning into a fine young man. <laughs> <laughs> So would you just be my friend? I'll be more than that. I'll be your best friend. Oh no! <laughs> Ginger, come on, open the window. Can you open the window, please. No. Go get Wendy. Thank you. Oh. Ginger, come on. 
I like you know Danny and Joey they patch things up and now Danny and Joey and Ginger and Wendy are gonna <laughs> Joey and Danny are gonna be surprised Joey thought that Ginger didn't like him that she was just running away from him which is what it looked like she was always like whenever I mean, she sat next to him on the sofa while they chatted for a hot second. And then, boom, she's like, bye. But we learn why she does that. Kind of cute. <laughs> One real quick one. <laughs> Joey's out in the tree. And Danny ducks his head underneath the window. He's like, Joey, what are you doing out there? And Joey's like, I'm, I'm baking bread. What does it look like? I'm trying to get the chimp. I love how Ginger's just swinging from the trees, because, like, that's her thing, man. That's what she does, you know, swinging from the trees. Her feet are basically another set of hands. Yeah, Joey's like, we stop treating me like a little kid? And Danny's like, I'm not treating you like a little kid. Now get in the house before you catch cold. I just know what's best for you. Like, uh, no, just enough. <laughs> Danny, please. Now, real quick, before we get to Ginger, Wendy, Joey, and Danny... There's a shirt or sweater that Danny wears that we've seen in quite a few episodes. Um, an Easy Rider. I swear there's like probably another episode. But it's like an Everest green sweater with like the collar is like a v-neck lined with a gold trim. And it's really nice. Kind of. I guess. I know that some of the other cast members also sometimes wear, like, the same outfit for other, or at least the same shirt for other episodes and stuff like that. But it's kind of fun. Like, when you're like, oh, yeah, they wore it in this episode. Well, I bet you thought you were pretty funny with that little window gag, huh, Ginger? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's nodding her head. Of course. I thought you were taking a nap. I couldn't stop thinking about that job at the zoo. Now, if I take it, it's going to mean living in a big city with noise and traffic and pollution. Mm. So you're not going to take it? Well, it also means hot showers and pizzas and my little Tasmanian devil. So, I'm taking it. All right. <laughs> you know what? You two actually make a pretty nice couple. <laughs> Oh, it's great you're going to be in town. I've always seen you. Well, we just have one little problem. The monkey's been hiding from me all day. I think she hates me. Oh, oh, And why is she hugging me? Because her favorite game is hide and go seek. <laughs> great, mine too. Hey, through there, babe. Everything okay? Look out the window, I saw three monkeys in the tree. <laughs> Oh, he just took a shower! <laughs> Ginger! Alright, okay, I give up. You need to go get dressed, I'll dry my hair and we'll catch a flick. What's that? Okay, fine. We'll go see the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and there goes another nice couple. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute how that ended. <laughs> So, Wendy, I guess, couldn't sleep. She ended up rescuing Joey and Danny that were stuck in a tree. 
And she couldn't sleep. She was thinking about that job offer, whether or not she wanted to take it. You know, it meant a big city, a lot of noise, traffic. But it also meant, you know, uh, pollution. It also meant hot showers and getting to see Joey or pizza also, pizza. And getting to see Joey. And it's like, aww. And Danny's like, oh, you two actually do make a nice couple. So Ginger goes and hugs Joey. But before that, he's like, yeah, I don't think your monkey likes me. She's been hiding from me. And (laughs) he's like, then why is she hugging me? Wendy's like, well, because her favorite game is hide and seek. And Joey's like, oh, yeah, mine too. Of course, Jesse got out of the shower. He comes in. He's like, oh, yeah, I saw there were three monkeys in a tree. And Ginger goes right over to Jesse and just jumps in his arms. (laughs) Like, oh, he just took a shower. So he's like, all right, I give up. Let me go get dressed and I'll take you. We'll go see a flick. Oh, what's that? Oh, you want to see Planet of the Apes? Okay. And Danny, (laughs) Ginger, and Jesse leave. Danny's like, oh, there's another cute couple. <laughs> and they all walk out of the room. And that's the episode. It's sad we don't get to see Ginger, but I understand. I mean, I kind of am curious to know what it was like on set working with the... Ginger, the character of the monkey is... Or the chimp is not credited on IMDb at all for this episode. I just... I would love to get some info just to see how it was working on the set, like, not just with Ginger, but also Candace Cameron with Rocket, and also Shorty the Donkey, and the, um, and Scruffy the Potbelly Pig. So I didn't read, I got the DVD case right here, and I want to read the synopsis for this one. It says, Jungle Love, a chimpanzee named Ginger thinks Jessie is a human of her dreams. I... If I gotta go, let me get the other one up here because I think that one is gonna be the real winner of the best synopsis. Sometimes those ones are kind of hit and miss, but I actually think that was pretty clever. Let me see. Let's see. This one was Danny's zoologist sister pays a visit with her pent chimpanzee. I think we got a winner, guys. I think it's going to be the DVD case uh, episode description. Definitely, definitely. Let's see. Best outfit of the episode. Huh. Gosh. Hmm. You know, I kind of like, um... I liked Wendy's um, khaki short, like, Jane Goodall kind of outfit. I think I'm going to go with that. Um, As far as worst goes, I think I just... I wasn't a fan of, like, Becky's, like, flowy white shirt. It was okay, but, um, yeah. Most relatable for this episode, um... Okay, I remember when I was, gosh, how old was I? 15, maybe 14? 
Um, I, I, I was in my teens. Um, this is the first time anyone ever, my sister dyed my hair for the first time. And it turned out a little redder, not the level of, you know, because Andrea Barbara was clearly wearing a wig, um, with that frizzy wild mane of hair. <laughs> and, um, she's like, oh, remember, um, Aunt Janice's hair? Because... He's like, oh, it turned out a little redder than what I thought. And I'm like, what do you do to my hair? <laughs> and my sister's like, well, go look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look bad. It looks pretty good. It was like a strawberry kind of a reddish blonde color that I kind of uh, went for. It was pretty nice. I liked it overall. So, yeah. But I just remember thinking of my, my Aunt Janice kind of has... um. She also has strawberry blonde hair, but it's more kind of a redder. And, um, I was a little worried. Like, oh, I'm going to be a flaming redhead or something like that. <laughs> but, no, it turned out good. Um, so I guess maybe Kimmy in that regard. I never got butt slapped by a chimp. So I can't exactly relate to Jesse. Um... Uh, yeah, the only chimps I've ever seen in real life would most likely be at the zoo. Um, another movie I forgot to mention that also has a, um, a monkey and it would be Dunstan Checks In. Now, I've not seen that movie, but I did at one point get it on DVD and I hope to watch it one day. I love the movie Born to be Wild with Will, Horn uh, Will Horneff. It came out in like 1995 or 96. And it was just, I mean... When I saw that movie, I just saw, oh, yeah, it's a real monkey. No, it was a person in a monkey suit or costume. It was not real. But it's still, it's a sweet movie that also deals with sign language, too, which is great. So, was anyone the worst this episode? Um, I think, I want to go with Danny just because it's like, dude, you got to back off. Your sister's a grown adult. You let her handle her own relationships. But he's all like, Joey, will you listen to me? Like, you don't care what I think? Like, forget about the monkey. I need to talk. He's like, all of that just because he's worried about Joey getting his heart broken by his sister. And I'm just like, dude, that's on him, okay? Let him make They're both adults. Let him make their adult decisions, so. All right. Let's see. Yeah. So, from here, so we've met... Rocket, we've now met Ginger, and then the next episode, we are going to be meeting... When I find it. <laughs> I'll find it. I'm scrolling through IMDb's uh, episode list. Here we go. Season 6, episode 21. We're going to meet Scruffy, the potbelly pig, in season 6, episode 21, entitled... Room for One More, which aired on April 6th, 1993. Jesse discusses with Becky the possibility of having another baby, but he finds out he already has his hands full when one of the twins is sick, Joey's injured, and Danny and the kids help with the radio show Run From Home while babysitting a neighbor's pet pig. Yeah, we get to meet Scruffy. The adorable potbelly pig. So... All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had fun with this. I really liked Wendy. I wish, honestly, that we could have seen more of her, maybe every once in a while. But uh, 
Just or even in the scene that she was in, because she and Joey were gonna go bike riding, which is probably her main commute is you know a bike ride because she doesn't own a car. But I mean, even to just like, hey, how's Ginger doing or something? We didn't even get that. Like, oh well, she stays at the uh, the zoo that I work at when I'm not there, or if I'm on a remote. Um, work assignment out of the country or something. She stays at like a nature preserve for, for chimpanzees and everything like that. Alright, so if you guys want to email the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com If you guys, like I said, if you're loving the podcast, I would love it if you would go to iTunes and leave a review. You can use emojis to describe characters. <laughs> And just, you know, have fun. Have fun. You can use emojis to describe your favorite episode. I, I could try to decipher it. <laughs> I had a time with uh, the one review. Um, I think there's one for pretty much every character. And I think I got, there are like 15 characters. And I think I got hopefully the majority of them. I'm going to post that on social media with mine of what I think is who. And then if you guys want to, like, leave in the comments who you think is who based on um, the emojis, definitely do that. As always, stay safe, stay positive, stay strong, stay healthy. We will get through this. Slowly but surely, we will get through this. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.